considering all of the many and various persecutions of God-fearing people all over the world, even here in the United States of America, we should stand behind and applaud those who are unwavering and standing firm according to the ways and will of our Creator and Judge. It is quite alarming that these things are taking place here to the degree and frequency that they are, given the fact that we have always been and will continue to be a Christian nation. At the same time, that same fact is the very reason for our oppression, maltreatment and discrimination. No, we are not playing the victim card, that is not our mentality. We were warned long ago by our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ that, because of Him, this would happen. Looking back only a couple of months, the whole nation witnessed and formed opinions about the actions of an unknown woman with a small job in an unlikely town. People who understood her actions and mindset supported her because they, along with her, have the same mindset on the issue as Almighty God. Those posturing themselves against her and there are many do not understand that in so doing, they oppose God Himself, see Romans 13 1-7, especially verse 2. If they would avail themselves of the opportunities and resources to know the Lord and become familiar with His perfect laws and statutes, they might feel differently. In hearing radio interviews and discussions, reading articles and emails, along with social media postings on the right side of this judgment, I find that the one theme which reverberates throughout is religious liberty and the ever-threatening loss of it. The ACLU, American Civil Liberties Union, the SPLC, Southern Poverty Law Center, the FFRF, Freedom from Religion Foundation, the OSCs, Americans United for the Separation of Church and State, the MRFF, Military Religious Freedom Foundation, the AAA, Atheist Alliance of America, the POTUS, President of the United States, and others are rallying against what is decent, moral, full of integrity and righteous with ever-increasing furor and influence. And this is just the first wave. While organizations on the correct side of this issue such as the IFA, American Family Foundation, the ACLJ, American Center for Law and Justice, LC, Liberty Council, the FRC, Family Research Council, and others staunchly defend against and counterattack these assaults, I believe they are missing the greater mark. Just as when the offense of a football team all roll to the left side of the field to throw the defense off guard as the quarterback abruptly turns and throws the ball to an uncovered man open on the right side of the field to gain many more yards or even score a touchdown, we have to be careful to view our opponents and their schemes from the blimp's perspective rather than the vantage point of the field cameras. What is the greater mark I am referring to? It is that while our eyes are rightly focused on the stalwart, courageous and unflinching battle of religious liberty, we must do so without losing sight of the greater war of which the battle is only a portion or subset. The greater mark, specifically and scripturally, is the sovereignty and authority of the one, true living God, the omnipresent, omnipotent and omniscient maker of the universe and everything in it, the grace and mercy, yet judgment and wrath of the overseer of men's souls. When we make this solely a matter of religious liberty, we put ourselves and our cause on perceived equal footing with others who may claim that they have rights and liberties which have very duty to be heard, fought for, tolerated and accepted no matter how bizarre and slash or sinful they may be. This leads to chaos and anarchy as we witness today. Many in the government and in society wrongfully see, have been influenced or indoctrinated to feel that their beliefs are to be accepted also. They are not, simply ask God. Further, are we to receive wrong beliefs such as those propagated by Islam, whether Sharia or ISIS? Of course not. So we must not go back to simply religious liberties, but to the authority and sovereignty of the Lord Jesus Christ. If our weapon is only religious liberty, albeit based on the only truth of the only God, how is our argument or evidence any weightier than, or in the eyes of, those who oppose us? In other words, if those such as in the LGBT community use the same weapon of liberty, even if it is not religious, and they are doing so, how is a non-God-fearing world and judge to recognize the legitimacy of our cause as any different than theirs? 
it will simply be a my belief versus your belief case. And in this secularistic, humanistic, pluralistic, atheistic, agnostic society in which we live, with whom do you think the judge who aligns himself with any one or more of the above worldviews will side? Not us. The same strategy should be employed against abortion. While it is good to fight it any way we can, and it is good that legislation to prevent abortions after a 20-week gestation period will result in less murders, that is what they are, intentional killings, is this our ultimate goal? Is it enough to win in that courtroom? No. What we should be doing is to present the wholeness and weight of the truth, and trust our God to bring about the perfect results. And even if for choice's sake on the part of the sinner, the judge, sinful himself, should rule in favor of our adversary, then he will himself one day be judged by the one whose judgments are perfect and far greater than his. Amen? This is what stance Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael and Azariah took, better known as Belteshazzar, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. This is what led them to being thrown into the fiery furnace alive. In fact, their words were recorded, Our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and He will deliver us out of your hand, O King. But if not, be it known to you, O King, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. This was an all-or-nothing approach and it worked. May we do the same. Religious liberty in all its forms is a symptom or outward manifestation of a deeper, spiritual, eternal warfare. The stakes are high, very real and far-reaching. God is infinitely stronger. God is the only authority and He alone is completely sovereign. Let us stand firm and be very courageous. Let us not face the enemy with airstrikes and drones having limited effect, but put boots on the ground and overtake it head-on.